He wanted to arm Mujahideen. There! Who's the fucking nihilist around here, you bunch of fucking crybabies? Don't hate me, bro! Welcome to Post Your cause is right, and God is on your side. How's it going? It's going to be a post-void snippet, most likely. It's uh, eh, 9 o'clock in the morning on a Saturday, and uh, just kind of something that's been floating in my mind, in my head, and uh, a discussion I'm sure almost every single one of you have seen or heard. If you uh, happen to use any social media, like Twitter, Facebook, and, excuse me, that was coffee burp. (laughs) Um, And, uh, yeah, so, basically, you know, the vaccine is being rolled out. It's, uh, I've been reading into it as, pretty much as much as I can, cross different, um, different, platforms, different um, media, out, different news outlets. I had a uh, discussion with uh, my friend, Sunrise Hockey Kid, who I've had on prior episodes last night, and we actually had a good talk, a good uh, uh, just uh, hashing out of what we both see, kind of. Uh, we're probably going to have another joint episode together, so I don't want to go too far into it. Um, he's a, he's He has a far different take than I do. He's um, certainly... He's uh, certainly not for mandatory vaccines at all, but he's very uh, interested and curious about transhumanism. He looks at it in a completely different way than I do. But, uh, so, you know, that actually kind of goes to the root of this little kind of, I I believe I'm probably going to keep it short, um, snippet that I'm talking here, is that so often in our current day we we look at people that are holistic people that are like um you know just natural i guess uh people that that look at it in a um what do they call it terrain theory you've been hearing this maybe you have maybe you've heard this thrown around a little bit by some people you might consider conspiracy theorists this term called terrain theory where uh a lot of people consider modern day um it's I'm not going to get into it too much because I'm not too well read on it, but um, I I don't prescribe to this necessarily. And it's the fact that um, they say that like contagions don't exist and like, unless it's a bacteria, they say like viruses don't exist or something. And they like, it's kind of odd. They don't necessarily outright say that, but they definitely beat around the bush when it comes to that. And they say that like almost everything has to do with the environment that you're surrounded by and that like illness and contagions are actually caused by a body releasing, um, like, you know, essentially a warning, like a tree would release a warning through its roots to other trees. And that's how people get sick is like one body releasing a warning to the other. I don't see, I've heard that and I've kind of been like, at first, I was like, eh, it seems interesting, but I'm going to have to, like, hash that out in my head. And then the, it's like one of those conspiracies where I'm like, eh, I don't know, it's kind of, all right, I get that there's a lot of crazy shit going on with with COVID and coronavirus, but you, you cannot jump head over heels into, um, uh, in, uh, into a 
really off the wall conspiracy theory. I mean, there's no other real word to use for it. It is a conspiracy theory because it's not, people will say it's not a theory, it's a different type of medicine. Um, I will say that it is intriguing that like Eastern people, one of their biggest arguments is they're like, oh, well, Eastern science and Eastern medicine never recognize viruses until like, you know, the 1900s, but it, it's been sound and we still have people that practice that to this day. And I'm like, yeah, but you know, are we really, are we really going down that route where we're going to pit Eastern science against Western science? Like, it's such a dumb concept. Like, if I just say it outright like that, like, okay, if you're using Eastern science as your argument to disprove Western science, then that's the same as Western science trying to disprove Eastern science, which it's like, so your, your pot meets kettle now. So, oh, you can't like, you know, you just have to see what works. Like, um, when I was talking to Sunrise Hockey Kid last night, an example I brought up is I'm like, okay, well, one thing I would like to pose to people who are saying that germ theory doesn't exist and that terrain theory is the only thing that's correct. Like, um, so you're basically saying it's a lot of people, there are people out there right now that are saying like virus, all viruses don't work where I sorry, all vaccines, excuse me, the people are out there. A lot of people are out there saying all vaccines don't work. There's no vaccine that works. I am not saying that vaccines are 100% healthy. There is a vaccine court made for a reason to shell any liability from vaccine from any vaccine maker. There are so there is proof that there are heavy metals in vaccines that are not safe. And there are other, there's also been proofs of there being a lot of negative side effects that have been in people that have been injured brushed under the rug. But but, 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 there have also been a lot of examples. We can't, we can't just throw the baby out with the bathwater on either sense. We can't say, oh, well, since this works, fuck the side effects, or these are crazy side effects, fuck if it still works. Like, you, can't, you have to look at it in a balanced way. So I'm like, okay, well, if we're talking about vaccines here, I'm like, you know, it's hard for people to kind of wrap their head around polio, measles, mumps, because you don't really see that every day. Um, I'm not going to bring up the HPV vaccine because there's been so much, there's that girl that faked it at one point, like on Dr. Phil, like faked having, um, being injured by it. But then there's other people that have been injured by it. It's not going into the HPV one, but, um, let's just say tetanus. Like there, there has been a proven fact. I don't know. I don't know about negative side. There probably are negative side effects with the tetanus shot, but it has been, like, I, there are probably people maybe got sick after having the tetanus one, but, like, I'm pretty sure the tetanus one kind of works. Like, it's like, tetanus was an issue. There's this tetanus shot. If you work in an area where you could step on a rusty nail, a lot of the people that work there and their unions would be like, get a fucking tetanus shot. Like, you know, and then they don't have as many cases of tetanus, if not ever. You know, it's, uh, there's that. And then also rabies. What about when someone gets fucking rabies? Like, you know, so it's like someone, someone gets rabies and I believe it's like you have a pretty much a fucking 100% chance of death if you don't get like six shots in your stomach within like the first five days or something like that. So it's like, yeah, like look it up. Rabies is like 100% deadly and you will die if you like, if you get rabies. As, and, and the only cure for rabies is, like, getting these horrific shots into your stomach. But it's it's also proven that this weird process of getting these horrible, disgusting shots will save your life. 
if you happen to contract rabies. So I'm like, all right, there's, there are examples there. And then, you know, obviously I could go into like, and I'm not talking about cancer and we're not talking about anything like that. We're trying to just stick right here on like diseases and vaccines forum and things like that. Do they work? Do they not work? Now they do work. I, I would say vaccines do work, but they are also, they can be very negligent at times and, um, sometimes even rushed this COVID one is now I made the prior episode with the mRNA and I explained how this COVID vaccine, I don't even really consider it a vaccine. I have stopped calling it a vaccine. I've called it a treatment. It's different than a vaccine. It's not doing anything a vaccine has conventionally ever done. A vaccine takes a weakened form of the virus or bacteria or a dead one and then introduces it into the body, which then the body treats it as the real strength um, of the initial virus creates antibodies against it and then your body builds up an immunity so then if you if you're that virus is introduced introduced to your body then it's like you already had it that's the whole process behind vaccines and the biggest concern of vaccines at least from what i've heard from people is the whole heavy metals thing and then there being metal and things added into the vaccine so that's one issue there and then you have a completely different issue with this covid treatment this these three covid19 treatments is that they are employing now i've done my study on this i i, I pulled up my sources and this is a snippet i pulled up my sources in the mrna episode you can keep looking this up this is pretty much fact and this isn't pretty much fact this is fact that um the three treatments that are coming out by AstraZeneca, Moderna, and Pfizer legally can be called vaccines. But technically speaking, scientifically speaking, they are not even vaccines. They are a, like a treatment because um, it's, it's what it is, is an artificial spike. So that like little um, like suction cup part of the COVID that we all know uh, with a artificial RNA package attached to that suction cup. So it actually looks like a conventional fact of a conventional virus, you know? If you imagine a picture of what you would see in like a science textbook of a virus, you got that like polygon shape at the top with like the claws coming down and it lands on the cell and like claws at the cell. So this basically is essentially an artificial virus which has an mRNA package in the little suction cup and suction cups on and then acts as that and tries to create a, um, <coughs> excuse me, no COVID, no COVID, uh, tries to create a, uh, an immunity, a antibody that goes against something very similar to that of COVID. So there's some major differences here with this treatment and what a normal vaccine would do. From what I've gathered, it doesn't technically cure COVID. What it's doing is it's trying to make you asymptomatic. It's, it's exactly what it is. There's been a lot of studies. And there's been a lot of facts about this. If you look out, if you look, if you look it up, it's planned that even if you get the vaccine, you're still supposed to be wearing a mask. You're still supposed to be taking precautions. And there's also, from what I have heard, that there's a chance that you could be shedding or something. But I don't know how that would be possible if it's an artificial 
mRNA package that you're being injected with rather than the actual virus. Because if it was the virus, I'd be like, oh, maybe you're shedding because it's like the real ones in there. But if it's artificial, I'm like, what would you just be shedding the artificial COVID virus? What does that even mean? So like I've heard rumors about the fact that you could be shedding the virus after you get the vaccine. So you would actually be um, you would have to quarantine or something. But I don't know about that. Um, either way, something that I do know about, uh, sorry to go off into rumor there, but I did have to mention that it's a rumor that I did happen to hear about the whole shedding thing after the, um, after the treatment can't have to stop using the word vaccine when I'm talking about COVID now, cause there is no vaccine yet. Um, these are treatments. So you're going to stay, you're going to be asymptomatic. You can consult, still contract it, but you essentially wouldn't know. So your body's fighting something your body has the antibodies to fight something similar to it, but it doesn't have the antibodies to defend and stop it initially. So your body would still be, you would still be asymptomatic, but then again, they say that someone that's asymptomatic isn't a spreader. So it's like very convoluted and weird. Um, also too, it's a brand new study. As I mentioned uh, in two other episodes about uh, this whole Lulu and Nana debate with CRISPR, uh, when they were injected with uh, a CRISPR RNA, straight up RNA, in 2018, that was for them to uh, try to solve, try to cure their uh, HIV, which the doctor was imprisoned for, I believe, like two or three years. I think he might still be in prison. I'm not too sure, but um, yeah, his first name is He. I can't remember his last name, but yeah, look up the Lulu Nana controversy of Shenzhen, Shenzhen, China, and um, that is a technology. This is kind of the same thing, but light. It's an mRNA package, so messenger RNA. So it's so the messenger part essentially is that protein spike. You got the protein spike, and then you have a tinier RNA package that's delivered to the DNA, but it's trying to send a one-time message, and then essentially your body dumps it out. But um, if you really, scientists will make this analogy as well too. Very astute scientists will make this analogy, and they say if your body's, so they love to make this analogy by saying, oh, if your body's a computer, because you know that totally. Uh, you know, disacknowledge uh, a lot of a lot of uh, more spiritual aspects, if you know what I mean. But uh, yeah. Um. Anyways, they're like, if your body's a computer, this is like a USB port that you inject into yourself, and then you uh, eject it. You know, so it's basically like a software download. So I'm kind of like, well, if it's a software download, there could be a lot of things like you know, terms of agreement. When you click that terms of agreement, so you, now you're telling me that there's that our vaccines aren't even are like weird software downloads essentially into our DNA rather than like at least something that was semi biological, where it was like a dead one where our bodies created antibodies and the only thing and the things we were worried about was metals rather than like actual biohacking. Yeah, so um, to pull it back, to pull it back, back, back. My friend, Sunrise Hockey Kid, who most likely will, who will definitely be on again, will be having this debate, is into biohacking. So he's down for this option, and he would be taking it if he could. I am obviously, as you can tell, very apprehensive, and um, would not be taking it for a thousand five hundred dollars. But and he's not taking it for a thousand five hundred dollars either. If they didn't pay him, he would still be taking it because he's into biohacking. But, um, you know, it's, but he's def certainly not for mandatory biohacking by any sense. Uh, so 
here's the real point that I was trying to make with this snippet, which might just be a full episode now. I'm probably going to still keep it a snippet. Uh, the market, the world market that we live in right now, you can say what you will about COVID. You can say if it's fake, you can say if it's real, you can say if it's distorted, you can say if it's not, you can say who's taking, who, who doesn't need to have to take precautions, who needs to take more precautions. You can say anything about all of this, but at the end of the day, the entire world, the most of the world, uh, the first world, because, you know, the second and the third world, they have to worry about finding food. They have to worry about finding water. You know, they have to worry about other countries coming in like us and or China or other countries and just manipulating them or whatever. The, the third and second developing nations have a lot more of a concern than COVID, to be completely honest. But the first world has a major concern for COVID. It's proven. It's in the market. So because of the world market, there is going to be something that they want that's called a vaccine that they know that if they take, it will somehow make this a little bit better, or at least they can tell themselves this is somehow going to help, you know, they're like, oh, well, maybe this isn't going to tell So like I just priorly exp- explained, this is basically makes you asymptomatic. People are like, okay, well then shit, I'll take it because everybody else saying it will make us all feel a little better about all of this. Maybe we can get back to normal if we can take this. And they're not really concerned about even looking into what it is. So my major, my major, like this thing that I would just kind of be talking about, about all of this is just to inform people that, Hey, this is technically not a vaccine. This is a treatment by a scientific medical standpoint. This is a treatment, not a vaccine. And that there is a lot, very There is a large difference between what you would be taking normally as a booster shot compared to what this is. This is a brand new technology, and most articles you've been reading have only been talking about the cost and the shipping of all of this. They haven't been talking about what they actually are. So read into it. Read the terms of agreement like, you know, you would – like they tell you to do, but you never do. You know, read that terms of agreement – when it comes to this type of vaccine, read up on what it actually is and then see if you're into biohacking. And if you're into biohacking, then you can take the 1,500. <laughs> but nobody even cares. Nobody's like, everyone's just like, oh, yeah, like, oh, like, what, what are you even talking about? Biohacking? Shut up, you idiot. Like, you're stupid. You don't know what you're talking about. No, that's not, you got it wrong. That's wrong science. You're not a doctor. You don't have the authority to talk about this. Like, I'm like, wait, well, uh, no, this is. It's pretty clear cut here. I'm like, this isn't like something that you needed medical degree to wrap your head around. Like this, like just simply look up what they had to resort to, to find some sort of cure for this. And this is what you got. And like, it's like, come on. Like, it's like everyone knew that they were going to be looking into RNA technology. And this is literally just it, but in the light form, like, uh, like the soft form, you know, but, um, yeah. So I'm all down for the discussion of all of this. I believe that this sh- that sorry if I'm walking and you hear me walking and pacing in the background. I'm going to put music in background to this. Yeah, all right. Um so, yeah. I just think that the discussion needs to be made. I think that the product itself is going to exist and given the state of everything that's happening right now, 
that product probably should exist. Should it be mandatory? By no means whatsoever. But, um, because, yeah, then, then I would have a real freaking problem if they say everyone needs to take this in order for it to work. And then they start forcing it or something or start making huge restrictions. If you don't take it, then I will have a fucking problem. Then I think me and a lot of other people would start having fucking problems. But, um, like, as in, like, we would start, I don't want to say making problems, but you never know. I'm just, uh, you know, speculating here. All speculation. All speculation. But, uh, anyways, um, yeah, I don't think they could even pull them in. I don't, I'm not going to talk about the, the mandatory thing at all right now. The discussion, I think, if you really want to have the discussion about all of this, you have to pose it in the way where it's like, okay, the person that I'm having this discussion with agrees on my opinion on not to have it and then i have to agree on the opinion for them to be able to have it and then once if you can reach an agreement like that and actually then you can kind of actually hash out what the fuck all of this is you know and and have a real level grounded understanding of co-understanding co-discussion of what all of this is of discussion rather than an argument but all of this all like often just boils down to either an argument or an argumentative opinion on all of this at the end of the day. You always end up with a sour taste in your mouth if you're talking about this because somebody on one side is going to be like, well, all those assholes are fucking gross and disgusting and not getting with the times and don't believe in science. And, you know, they're, they're all going against science and they're trying to find any argument against it. And then the other people are like, being like, well, you are bought out and with the establishment with Big Pharma and the entire media is owned by Big Pharma. Look at all the ads. And, you know, and the fact that also, too, you, uh, you are not bothering to look at any other medicine that doesn't have to that doesn't fall in line with the uh, status quo of the uh, um, scholarly establishment you know and I can understand both arguments of that so and I know that may sound really convoluted there for a second but you know maybe it followed and but anyways like this is way too combative where I feel like we're getting way too combative with it. And when we get combative with it on either side, then we won't be able to find an agreement and how to figure out how modern medicine should progress in the future. I believe that we should have some sort of balance between the two and apply many different methods in many different ways. You know, there's no real reason to be saying that vitamin C is a uh, conspiracy theory uh, argument vitamin c and d like there's re i've you know there actually have been doctors on youtube that have been taking off taken off for saying oh yeah uh maybe an iv drip with some vitamin c in it can help people with covid it's it, that actually makes kind of sense you know it boosts the immune system but like you know they're like oh that's false science because it's tied in with other things but like it, 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 it's, it's that whole combative issue with it. And I understand that the major media conglomerates are obviously perpetrating this combative uh, mindset in, in the medical field, you know, in regular people's minds. They've been doing it for the longest time. I mean, if you look, who are the, some of the loudest anti-vaxxers were also Hollywood actors, you know. So talk about controlled opposition right there. It started at its root with this anti-vax, you know. So, But then again, I'm not going to totally discredit any anti-vaxxers because anti, a lot of, there's a lot of anti-vaxxers out there that are looking at it also from a very legal perspective. And they're like, hey, legally they do have some sort of shell and protection by the United States government where the taxpayers pay out for the damages somehow. And that obviously is, is very nefarious, just very uh, shady, very uh, corrupt. It's corrupt. There is certainly corruption within um, the vaccine fields. And, you know, like I said, 
even with this COVID thing, I think it's somewhat corrupt for them to be able to call this a vaccine. It's a treatment. It's not a vaccine. It's different than what a vaccine is. This is not a, like if you look up the dictionary definition of what a vaccine is, maybe they might change it this year. But it used to be that it has to use a by a, a piece of the original disease that they're introducing again. It's and it's never used anything in terms of biohacking with using an mRNA package. That's brand new. That's brand new stuff. And only a couple of years ago, it was fairly illegal to do in certain countries, which, you know, now those countries are some of the biggest, uh, you know, uh, researchers in it. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, yeah. All right. I'm going to leave this off. That's the main point I was trying to say is that you're going to keep hearing, keep hearing people fighting. And you know what? I might even at some point get, get heated, get heated sometimes because, you know, I know that there's like so many people that they're, they're good. You know, they're out there. They're, they're those angry trolls that were around during like the election teasing people about Trump and like teasing people about Biden and doing other things like that. And like just kind of dividing and separating us like those the combative shills, the trolls, they're out there, you know? So now they've all shifted to like the vaccine discussion. And, and I actually kind of like care about this subject where I don't really, I didn't really care as much about the political race. And the whole thing I'm trying to do is being like, well, this is like, this is not, you know, we're not even talking about vaccines here. I'm like, I'm like kind of, I'm not pro or anti-vax, but I'm like, understand the vaccines are around, but this isn't even a vaccine. This is an MRA pack. Like this is an MRA package. Look it up. All three of them, Moderna, Pfizer, and AstraZeneca are working with MRA packages. And they're like, oh, you don't know the science, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm just talking to fucking like weird trolls here now. But I'm like, this is super, this is ridiculously serious here. And then I try to bring up designer babies and then they all laugh me off. And I'm like, well, you know, I'm, I'm not necessarily saying if designer babies are going to come about these vaccines because like, you know, the big, I think the whole thing is, is that the M and the mRNA, the fact that it's just a messenger might mean that it's not introducing a um, total DNA shift, which would then result in a designer baby if you were to have a child. But um, it could alter yourself for a long while, like, you know, and possibly, I don't know, your evolutionary change somewhere down the line. I, like I said, it's soft. It's not a complete RNA hack, but it's not a complete biohack, but it's, it's a soft biohack. And either way, if you, you have to ask yourself if you're really – you have to ask yourself if you feel comfortable with biohacking. And if you do, which there are certainly a lot of people out there that do, which I am friends with, uh, friends with, friends with some people that are, and that I understand their opinion and I'm grateful that many of them understand – I, I understand their opinion and I am grateful that many of them understand my opinion as well too. And we mutually respect the fact that we should both be able to hold our opinions and – um, have rights on our own bodies in order for us to do with whatever we decide with our own bodies. And I still, and he even finds it a little odd that it's incentivized because when you incentivize something like this, then now you have to throw into the fact that our tax money is going in to spur the development of this vaccine. So, you know, uh, yeah. It's it's gonna the topic's gonna start to become very heated very fast and it's gonna start to get real crazy and a lot of the people a lot of the I know for a fact that a lot of the people that I listen to probably are not gonna have too much of a level head when it comes to all of this 
and it start it might start to heat up even more they might start to incentivize and put up restrictions even more and in that i guess i'm gonna have to take it day by day and you know i can't really speculate all too much anymore when it comes to this whole rna mrna threat of you know I've already stated my uh, fears in prior in the past, you know, and I might maybe sprinkle it in in the future. But in the meantime, I feel like we all need to have a re- uh, very just calm, collected understanding of what's going on with all of this. And we cannot say that we're anti. No, you can't call someone anti-science, and you can't call someone else a. Uh, um, establishment like shill or something, you know, like it's like, you can't, you has to, you have to be able to have just, you're not going to win anyone over that way. And, you know, and everyone knows that this, this, this topic, we're all trying to win people over because they're all trying to get herd immunity somehow. So, you know, there is, there is a thing where everyone's trying to win everyone over here, you know? So, uh, yeah, like just don't just stop it. (laughs) Just, just, uh, you know, let's just, uh, I would say let's all hold hands, but, you know, apparently, uh, you know, I guess well, let's do the chef handshake. Let's all touch elbows. All righty. Um, have a nice day. And uh, if you have as shitty weather as I do today, hopefully you got some good galoshes. All right. Peace. Oh, and uh, quick edit at the end. I believe it was Louis Pasteur that uh, developed the germ theory, where also pasteurization came from as well, too. There's been numerous uh, debate with that, where also people say that with Louis Pasteur, I believe, you know, obviously there's people out there that say raw milk has its uh, properties as well, and that pasteurization can uh, dilute nutrients that are uh, necessary for our, um, what is it, our... uh, bio bio biodome the uh our gut our gut um you know our gut biomes yeah the um it's been recently found that um our gut biomes are extremely necessary for like hormones and a lot of other odd development that happens with you know like acid development stuff a lot of odd things that happen in our body that we aren't really too familiar with and this balancing of the body and our immune system and that a lot a lot of scientists do say that our gut is very similar to our brain in that odd sense with our immune systems um so lewis pasteur but then again i will say that pasteurization also has done a lot of good things in the world and made it so you can kind of have milk at a lot of places that you know i can put cream in my coffee because of lewis pasteur so <laughs> I can have fancy cheese and such and have it mold in a correct way, you know, and such. And also he did, you know, develop the go on. His predecessors did go on to develop a lot of medicines that work. You know, uh, I was a chef. If I did, wasn't able to wash my hands with soap, I'm pretty sure people would have probably gotten sick at some point. You know, it's just like I come on, come on, just we want our chefs to be washing our cooks to be washing their hands you know you can't say that louis pasteur was 100 percent wrong with germ theory because you do want people washing their hands when they make your food <laughs> uh yeah um and you know i know it's a little more complicated than that but still and then uh it's, i believe it's anton Bachamp, who's uh the one that curated terrain theory 
or terrain i went into terrain theory in the episode i really don't feel like hashing that out anymore but um there is merit to some of that as well too and i do think like i said about just like how i said about the gut biome i think that there's a lot of um things that interact with our bodies that we might ride off and try to possibly even explain in other ways but if if uh a broken clock if a clock is only wrong twice a day i would still call that clock fairly accurate but maybe not precise i don't know <laughs> um anyways yeah I'm gonna let it go and get what is fucking try to see if i can uh get my cons all right later in this ride. Shut him up! Look at my furrows of worry. Look at my big bank account. No version. My superpower is being honest. I'll eat your ass. I will. Please squad. You've turned every cell phone in Gotham into a microphone. And a high frequency generator receiver. It's not about food. It's about keeping those ants in line. You're the crunch, you're there. So basically, um, what I was thinking of was, um, oh fuck, I can't believe you've done that. Stop being a bad thing, don't do that.